Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is Brianna Lane for Female Startup Club. Welcome back to the show. It's Dune here, your host and hype girl. If you're new around here, hi, welcome. I'm so happy you found us. Every week, we're having conversations with amazing female founders, entrepreneurs, and women in business to understand their blueprint when it comes to money, marketing, and mistakes. All the good stuff. Like Brianna Lane. She's the co-founder of a company called Glossy Boys which she's bringing to life alongside her 13-year-old teenage son, Lucas. Now, I first came across Glossy Boys just a couple of weeks ago when they were pitching on Shark Tank Australia, and I was just so moved by their story and what they're creating in the world together. Brianna is out there doing this really special thing with her son and having a lot of fun along the way. And I just love, love, love how she's approaching raising her kids outside the box while having her own full-time career while also building this business. It's really, really cool. And there are so many good insights jam-packed into this episode. I think you're going to love it. But before we get into it, and as always, if you love this episode, please do take a tiny action for me in return. We have dubbed this the girl code. So in honor of the girl code, you know, when you send an episode to a friend or when you post a screenshot to Instagram stories, that stuff actually makes a really big difference to me and what we're doing here at Female Startup Club and I'm always so grateful to everyone who always does this and and who loves to shout about us. I see you and I'm grateful and yeah, love the girl code. Let's get into today's episode. This is Brianna for Female Startup Club. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Brianna, hi. Welcome to the Female Startup Club podcast. Good morning. I'm so excited to be talking to you. I'm so inspired by Lucas and what he's out there creating in the world. And I'm so excited to hear this story from your perspective, both as his co-founder and his mum. You have such an interesting view on what's kind of unfolding in Lucas's life right now. Where do you like to start your story? That's a really interesting question. And I'm going to be very honest. And a few of your listeners might feel the same about this. This is actually the first time I have peeked behind the curtain and put myself forward in this journey. So it had always been about Lucas, which it still is. And it is absolutely his company. But I am a co-founder as well. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning, um, like all good thoughts in the shower. And I was, <laughs> and I was thinking about like a lot of the time we tell half the story and often there's a female founder or a female co-founder or somebody that's really important in usually a male's life that is not talked about, that is not, that her, her story isn't there. And then you're missing a massive chunk of it. So I'd start with the fact that this is the first time that I'm like st- 
standing forward and being a bit brave about it. Wow, I'm so excited. I mean, I obviously watched you on TV. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, the week before. It feels like 100 years. Oh, my God, does it <laughs> to me? It feels like yesterday. I was at my friend's house, Sarah from Contour Cube. We were watching the episode and your segment no was right, right afterwards. So we were all watching together and then we watched um, the Glossy Boys episode. And, yeah, I was just so interested and intrigued by you know, your relationship and how you're building this as co-founder slash parent. (laughs) So I want to go back to kind of like the beginning and just kind of like get the basics for the the foundation for this episode. Absolutely. Where does this light bulb moment happen? When does this happen? When does the story start? So I think when you've got an entrepreneurial mind and when you're creative, you have to give yourself a bit of space and others around you space to give that, get that light bulb moment. So if you're constantly to-do listing, then you're not going to see what's right in front of you. It just so happened that the time that Lucas asked to go up to the shops to get some nail polish, I didn't think about it much, but I had just been in a bit of a calm spot, which was quite good for me. It was nice. Now with preteens, he was 12 years old, just turned, and you want to give your children a little bit of space, right? I'm a big proponent of that. I'm very big with their privacy and I'm really big in giving them space to create and find themselves. So at, in this giant 250 square metre pink pharmacy, and I know how big it is and I'll tell you why later, but <laughs> just this huge aisle of pink, I let Lucas go in front of me because I didn't want to crowd him. And then I watched his shoulders go up and up and up. And then I saw his fists clench. Like I'm standing behind him and I'm seeing all of this reaction. And I'm thinking, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't, this is totally unfamiliar for him. And I have just let him sort of go into the wilderness. And it reminded me, um, this is maybe a bit personal, but it reminded me of like, you know, when you're like young and you just get your period and you have to stand in front of that giant aisle of like (laughs) products. And he snatched the first black bottle off the shelf and I said, mate, that's base coat. And his face fell. What's base coat? (laughs) I said, well, you know, and I was thinking he hasn't been socialised in any way to understand any of this or there's nothing in that pharmacy um, that is for Mm -hmm. him. Now, all of these thoughts sort of came later, but they're all sort of crashing in on you one way or another, um, whether you know them or not. And he, um, he rushed to the counter and I was quite proud of him. So I said, you know, there was this pause when it was like, and who's this for? I was like, oh, this is for Lucas. You know, he's, he's a bit of a rocker and a skater. And, you know, it's, it's, this is his first time using nail polish. And, you know, you do that parent thing where you embarrass them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Then we walked out of the store. Lucas was very quiet. And he said, mum, that was like a quick draw. I, there was a pause there and I could have, I wanted to lie. I wanted to decide to talk over you and tell the person at the counter that it was for um, my sister, that it was for you, that it wasn't for Mm. me. Um, And that feeling, I, I felt horrible the whole time. And I, my heart sank. So that was the beginning of it all. Wow. Just a moment, really just cool. one moment, and look where you are now on Shark Tank in the in the <laughs> homes of people all over Australia and the world. That's crazy. So 
help me understand how that blossomed into starting a business. Was was it kind of like over the course of days or weeks or months of having like a repeated kind of conversation? Or was it like we go home and we're like, well, we should do something about this? How does it kind of foster into Glossy Boys? That's such a cool question. Uh, actually, it was really fast. And um, that, you know, people would think that it took ages and ages and ages. And it sort of did, you know, to get where we've gotten today. But really, it happened very, very fast. So we literally went home. He painted his nails. And he was like, how long does this take? <laughs> he was so frustrated. And I'm like, yeah, you know, every you, women that have done this a thousand times don't even think about that anymore. They just know it's annoying. Um, and anyway, he went out for a skate. He came in and he was devastated because he wanted to wear his nail polish to go to a birthday party, a friend's birthday party. So he was looking forward to sort of new shirt and, and you know, and like wearing some rock star nail polish, a um, bit of black. And uh, he was like, they're wrecked. And I said, you just went skateboarding. Like you can't paint your nails and then go skateboarding. And he said, well, that's not okay. I said, well, do you want to come to the salon with me? Because that's the only place that you can get really strong nail polish that's going to last, gel nail polish. And he was like, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So um, actually we started right then and there. He said, I want to do something about that. And I said, well, all right, let's start writing some things down. Like let's, you know, cracked open Canva. Um, I had been doing uh, some lady startup sort of um, courses and things like that. So my head was already in that space and he was really determined. And it, it came out of there. He started with the buyer journey dark and the buyer journey light, which I, I still remember. We've still got the slides from it. And it was basically what he'd gone through step by step when he didn't feel like he had any support and he didn't know where to go and he was looking online um, and he felt a little bit weird and found some strange threads, but also there were some really cool people, so he was really conflicted. And that was before, you know, even going to the shops or, yeah, it's such a simple thing. It's just polish. Like, it's not that big. You know what's so interesting about everything that you're saying is like, you know, you just said, as women, we're kind of used to it being like um, something that takes a really long time and we just automatically know that it's going to chip if it's like a regular polish. And, you know, we've just kind of like accepted that. That's just the way that it is. And like that's locked in. But then Lucas has come in with this kind of fresh mindset of being like, well, why is it like that? And like, that's a problem. Why don't we try and fix it? And it's so... It seems so simple in hindsight, but actually it's overlooked so often. There are so many problems that we face in life that we just accept as is normal when that is where these, you know, moments of innovation and inspiration can start changing that problem and finding a new solution. It's it's really amazing. Absolutely. I call it straight line thinking, like literally when it's a straight line. So you take all the conditioning out, all the times that, you know, you've sat around with your girlfriends and painted your nails and then complained that you couldn't put your seatbelt on. And, you know, everybody, you know, you suddenly need to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. (laughs) And, you know, you think about all of these things and you just take them in your stride because you're used to them. You've been conditioned to them. Um, Guys haven't been, and, and they're really impatient. 
and as should we be. <laughs> we're just, I, I think we're, we're used to being taxed with our time and our effort and guys of, um, or, you know, anyone really that hasn't been conditioned to be like this has got a different way of thinking about it. Yeah, a different lens. Oh, yeah. So anyone, I'd really encourage, um, you know, mum, carer, grandma, auntie, if you've got a kid that has some ideas, just ask him a few more questions. It's all you need to do. But why? And that's all it took with this, you know, open mind and a but why question. How, how, tell me about that. And that is what makes it happen. Sparks amazing things. It sparks exactly. a new hopefully lifelong journey of learning and innovating and trying new things out of the box. I want to paint the picture a little bit more, actually, before I kind of dig in more to the business side of things. What is your day-to-day like at this point? What are you doing for your career? Is Lucas in school at this point? Like what, what is the like setting before we start the business? Oh, wow. Wow. Have I got a story? That's a story. <laughs> um, so I have three children. And I had them pretty young. I was 25. I was the youngest of my friends. And so my daughter is just about 18 um, and she's in year 12 this year. And my son, Liam, is in year 11. So the tension in our house right now is insane because we have a business that's going boom. We have a year 12 student and we have a year 11 student, both very important years. Um, They're very busy. They, um, They all play drums, bass, guitar. Um, Lucas and Lily and uh, Liam plays basketball. So our house is noisy. Um, That's a jam-packed schedule. That's what I'm hearing. It's a jam-packed schedule. We've got drums and guitars and nail polish everywhere. (laughs) It's quite, if you'd asked me this two years ago, I would have said, what now? Um, if you'd asked me before children, I would be like, take your shoes off, please, because we've got very nice back floors. <laughs> um, now it's just total chaos um, in the best possible way. It's, it's, it's actually super cool. So Lucas, in year eight, um, the, that was the year that we started Glossy Boys. So it was the middle of year eight. It went viral. So June, uh, end of June, and then it went viral in August and we started to find, firstly, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about the product, but it's gel nail polish. So gel nail polish is seriously resistant to chips and and, um, coming off basically. So every time he had to do any content, it was really hard because he had to take it off for school. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not allowed to wear nail polish at school. Yeah. Right. All these little practical considerations. You're not allowed to wear nail polish, certainly at a single sex private boys school. So, <laughs> which he'd been in. I went from being like, as a, as a young teenager, I was in a uh, like public, you know, co-ed school, no rules, small town. And then for my like senior years, I switched into private or girls school, boarding school. And the amount of rules <laughs> that we had to yeah. follow, I was like, what do you mean? Like, this is crazy. No nail polish, no hair dye. No, like, no anything. <laughs> and you, you were like, I'm sure, because again, like back to the conditioning thing, you, you wouldn't have thought any of those things were a problem until they really were. 
<laughs> just oh, smacked at you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, what do you mean I have to wear a ribbon in yeah. my hair every day? I don't want to. <laughs> and that colour ribbon yeah. and that type of ribbon that comes from the uniform shop. Yeah, why do you choose? I hate this. It's $18. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose that ribbon. <laughs> okay, so he's got to be taking off this nail polish. Yeah, so he had to take off. Now, here's some really cool things. I I think this is a big one. Um, if you've got children that have an entrepreneurial journey, like teachers are so awesome. They really are. Like they are. Um, so two of his, uh, his, his year coordinator and his um, one of his main um, house teachers said, well, there's nothing in the rules to say that you can't have nail polish. This is a beauty for boys school, right? They don't think about this Oh, stuff. my God, I love so, that. I know, well, there's a loophole so here. <laughs> That was literally, they were like, there's nothing in the rules. So knock yourself out. Oh, my God, out. I love that. That makes me be like, okay, the, school, the whole school is wearing glossy boys. <laughs> so he was, and they said, as long as you keep it neat. And, you know, his first, his eyes sparkles and he's like, well, we've just got cobalt and that goes with the school colors. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> I know, I do. Um, so, and, and he had a uh, Channel 7 um, picked him up um, because we started playing with LinkedIn, which is such a weird thing to play with your kid that's 12. Like, I mean, seriously, you've got to imagine this, this little freckly, lispy, I mean, you can hear where the list comes from, um, a 12-year-old that's like excited about nail polish and excited about business. And I'm like, you know what you really need to do? LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like, I don't know where my head was at, but it I worked. agree, though. It's, it's like you're actually you're going into a social network, a space, a community where you're kind of the odd one out. You're a 12 year old teenager or like pre-teenager. Whereas everyone usually on LinkedIn is like, Hey, I've been in my corporate career for 20 years. Like you've got a point of difference to speak to all these amazing people. So here's a big business tip for anyone that's looking for one. There's always great play in things that have friction so you want to put the word glossy and boys together. People go, what? And I learned that really early on um, when I was chair of the board for a, a charity in women's boxing. And people found those two things like, what do you mean women's boxing? Um, they didn't put the words together. And the same with glossy boys. People really go, glossy what? Like boys, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and there's real cut through um, when there's tension in something. And similar to that, like to that point, LinkedIn, people are not expecting a uh, child that is entrepreneurial, that has a story to tell, that is talking, you know, really, um, again, that straight line thinking, going straight to some problems and solutions live on LinkedIn it really, it, it, it gives their feet a bit of a pop yeah. and it really changes. And of course, who's on LinkedIn? Journalists are on LinkedIn and investors. Johnson and Johnson are on and invest, investors and, you know, other companies that are maybe do similar things. Retailers are on, you know, just all these amazing people. So we actually went, we went um, viral on LinkedIn first. That was, that was actually the beginning of our journey. Lucas, got invited to Deloitte uh, to pitch and he was 
tiny <laughs> and he hadn't been through those, you know, the, the, um, uh, what are they called? The, the things that you go through at the top of, at the bottom of buildings, rotating sort of doors. I don't oh, know. Oh, like a, um, I don't know what they're called. Turnstiles. I don't know. Anyway, those, yep. yeah, the glass ones. He'd never been through one of those. He was so chuffed with that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, we had to go through it about eight times. Um, and that was right before he went upstairs and pitched his product to two senior consultants, it turns out to be, uh, from Deloitte and um, talked about the buyer journey, talked about the customer archetype. He talked about all of these things that we had, you know, done like a school project on together and pitched it straight away. They put a LinkedIn article up that went absolutely nuts. And then uh, journalists picked it up. Channel 7 did a feature on young entrepreneurs and and it never got aired, which is quite funny. But that was the first time that we asked school. We said, look, we have to take him out of school to be able to do, to film this and he needs to have his nail polish on. Can we do both of those things? And they were like, let's check. And then they supported us the whole way, which was great. Of course, running a business is not a small thing. So could Lucas continue um, full-time school the way that he, he was, no, that was not an option. And that was something that we had to decide um, late last year. So he was going into year nine. He, he's just the wrong age for all of this stuff, right? Year 10, you're allowed to have some pathways. Year nine, you're not. So we had a real journey to find something that, that um, matched his skills and, um, and his future. And so what, what was that? Was that is that homeschool? Is that part-time school, you know, in a school environment? What does that look like? Yeah, great question. Do you know what? Like, I'm going to say this and I think it's going to blow a few people's minds. Australia has the most insanely good and it's getting better and better startup community. Like we have so many resources. It is just crazy. So, in our journey through LinkedIn and through a bunch of amazing supporters that um, have come out and connected us into this network. And Lucas has spent a lot of time and energy on platforms like LinkedIn and email connecting with people um, like this. We found a school called Idea Academy. Idea Academy is like honestly like fantasy school for me if I was 13. Oh my God. Um, Yeah, it's just so great. It's in, um, it started by two female founders. It is in the city. It is in this amazing flexible work sort of startup zone, which is fabulous. So beanbags everywhere and, you know, little pod rooms and just every kind of facility you could possibly imagine, which became really important later when we needed to film pictures and we needed to um, take really serious meetings. We had all of the, um, all of the facilities available and people available. So he does that two days a week and he also online schools He has um, about four hours a week in a program called School of Rock, which is music. And we try and get him outdoors skating, which is something that he loves. And it's part of the genesis of the brand. Um, So we, you know, mix in a lot of different things while running his business. And that's what he does day to day. That is so cool. It's crazy. I feel like (laughs) if that had have been me, knowing all of that was available as a young teenager, I would have loved that. Imagine what you could have done. 
already? I was not an academic. I was in an academic school, absolutely not thriving in terms of my grades and was someone who could Mm. not read from a freaking textbook. (laughs) I would have loved to have been doing that kind of thing. That's, That's amazing. I really didn't know that was even, I don't know. An option allowed. <laughs> and yeah, it will look, it, and we had to battle a little bit to get there. But, um, you know, these two female founders have, have created, I hate the words female founders, like no one says, you know, male investors. Um, but they are incredible. Nicole and Rebecca, they've been on this journey, um, you know, really uh, right from the beginning with us. And their take on these things um, is so incredible. And what I loved about what they said is when we took him for the interview um, for a scholarship, which he has, um, he, I was a little bit worried it was getting really serious. And I didn't realise I had that worry until they said, you know what, we want to make it fun for him. I was like, oh. That's a fit. That's amazing. We need to get them on the show. <laughs> oh, you do. Sounds amazing. They are so cool. They're so much cooler than me. <laughs> I don't believe that. So, what are you doing during all of this? Because I still want to understand. Like, Lucas is now. Shif- <laughs> I haven't answered the question. Have no, I? you have. You, you answered it for Lucas. He's shifted out of kind of like um, you know the, I guess, standard school blueprint into this different kind of tweaked learning schedule, which is amazing. What are you doing? I assume you're working full time at this point. How are you juggling your career and also Lucas's schedule along with your family, along with this business? It is incredibly complex. It is incredibly complex. And I use, um, I literally get my children to send me meeting invites, which is the dorkiest thing ever, because it's the only way I can manage everything. So I do have my own career and it, and it is pretty full on, um, not pretty full on is full on. And, um, so my day to day, uh, you know, I'm up sort of five thirty, quarter to six and I start on emails and I have, a system called Ivy Lee, which is, if anyone wants to Google it, it's I-V-Y-L-E-E. And it's basically a way of sectioning your time and organizing your time the day before in chunks so that, and you put it in your calendar so that you roll in the most important things in your day. And it's a way of keeping control because it gets so crazy and overwhelming and you'll just sit at your computer and go, what do I have to do next? I know there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. This sort of stops that and gives you uh, something to hold on to, <laughs> a life raft, and also a, a list so you can start. And when you keep rolling the, the thing that you put for two o'clock, mine is email marketing, um, <laughs> When you've rolled that the next day and the next day on your calendar, you know that you're not doing some of the things you need to do. So my day starts pretty early. Um, I'm not a a. 5am. I've tried so many times. Just forget about it. It's not going to happen. I'm also not a morning person. Do not talk to me in the morning. Me too. (laughs) I need some serious coffee. (laughs) No. Um, I pretend to be, but it doesn't really, yeah, I don't sell it particularly well. Um, So I have enormous amount of support from my husband. So he does a lot of the mental load. He uh, does the shopping, he does the cooking. um, He does a lot of the, you know, present buying and organizing that a lot of women do. We are both very balanced and that's great. Lucky, we're both lucky. So it's a crazy start to the day right from the beginning. 
and it is about planning social media. It's planning what Lucas has in the day. It is making sure that my children are up and dressed and ready for school. It is making sure that I have all of my meetings under control and that everyone is in different places. Sometimes that goes completely haywire. Um, yesterday, Lucas had to catch three Ubers from different friends and um, social engagements so that he could have a bit of fun uh, because I had work and I had um, meetings that I had to attend that were later into the evening. So my, my day goes from, you know, say quarter to six to well past midnight most days um, so that I can fit everything in. And I tend to be, I'll work in a schedule that I won't beat myself up too much um, from my career perspective. If I don't get everything done in the morning, I'll leave it until say, you know, two till eight o'clock at night. That's when I really hit my straps. And I, I, I just allow myself to work at that schedule and that time. And I change the time on my emails, a little bit sneaky. I change the time on my emails so that it looks like my emails are coming in, you know, early in the morning when I'm doing them at eight, nine o'clock at night um, for my job <laughs> and also for the business. <laughs> Love that. Just so you can, it's just a little productivity hack so you can look more productive, you know, it's all optics. Love an optic. So it's pretty mad. Yeah. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is your role in Glossy Boys and what is Lucas's role in Glossy Boys? Who's handling what? About six months in, we had to work out really carefully whose role was what because um, like any co-founder, and can I tell you, if you've got a teenage co-founder, it's going to happen much quicker, uh, you can build resentment real fast. So if people don't know what's expected of them and don't understand where um, you're going, you're going to lose track of things really fast. And because entrepreneurship, certainly for us, it was not a natural progression for either of us. So we're learning on the go. It's quite a, a challenge to do this. We do a lot of Googling. But it basically, we're very clear on who does social media, which is Lucas, who answers customer queries, which is Lucas, um, who handles the financial accounting side of things, which is me. The entire purpose of this business actually in the beginning was firstly to show Lucas that he could have an alternate to school. His brother and sister are both very academic and talented. And he is too, but just wasn't on that linear pathway at school, you know, similar to you. He just, uh, you mentioned that you weren't, you know, into the textbooks and you possibly didn't do that fantastically, you know, I don't know, your Japanese test or something. Um, Lucas is similar, but I knew that there was a real commercial acumen that he had. Um, So I'm a big proponent in doubling down on what people are good at. So don't, you know, rag on your children or, or yourself if you're really bad at spelling. Just lean into the math that you're really good at or lean into the connections and networking that you're really good at. Whatever you're really good at, just double down on that and the rest will flow Nobody's really going to be that upset at you if you can't spell entrepreneur. I still have to sort of check it every now and then. So we're very clear on what, who, whose role is what. And Lucas is, is strategic and creative and customer-based and mine is the business side of it. So anything that needs to be signed, all of the investor documents, for example, those were all on my table. But I take Lucas to meetings. I take him through what I'm doing so that he can learn. A lot of the time, I know it's just going to go a little bit over his head, but if 2% sinks in, then I've done my job. This whole thing um, is literally so Lucas can learn and grow. Uh, that is the most important thing. And that's one of the big purposes. There's actually several purposes rolled into it, um, which we can go into if you want. I would love to. <laughs> Lovely. Hey. Um, but the, the the overarching beginning of it and the, the, um, of the journey was really to show Lucas what he could achieve. And uh, haven't we done that? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been quite a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, I've got chills. What like what an amazing <laughs> dynamic that you have and what an amazing story that you're building and and legacy for your family for for Lucas like just an inspiration for other parents out there who also have kids who have ideas and want to get out there and do something different it's it's really inspiring I'm so inspired it feels so weird for that to be said to me because that's always being said to Lucas um, which I'm extremely proud of. And I'm standing in the background holding the phone, videoing it or whatever, um, or taking notes. 
uh, and it's generally not said to me. So that's really nice. Thank well, you. <laughs> I can tell you, I feel like when I'm a parent, I'm going to be channeling, I'm going to be channeling Brianna Lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, just maybe talk to my kids first. <laughs> They'll tell you, you know, maybe some things to watch out for. Um, but we have an incredibly bright, um, dynamic house. Like our house is full of rainbows and, and music and art and, it's it's quite crazy and and fantastic um it is not what i expected and it is brilliant having said that like i'm i'm painting a very rose colored picture there are times when lucas is up at 5am and so am i usually actually i'd be up at 4 if he's up at 5 and because i somebody has to wake him up right so and on his shirt because he wouldn't have thought of that um, and he'll have his hand, you know, in a light box at midnight when he's been up at five for a radio interview. He will be uh, doing a document with me later at night just because we have to finish it. He will be uh, talking to me about emails. Um, we try and not do it during dinner, but after dinner at eight, nine o'clock at night. So, you know, it's entrepreneurship, right? So everything that could go wrong does go wrong, I can assure you. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, you've got to have a language between you. That's like all co-founders or, you know, even your people at work. Everybody has somebody that they have to work closely with. I call it um, the soft handle. So if you have a set of drawers on people, you have a choice to pick the soft handle. And the only thing, you choose how you show up, right? So if somebody really annoys you, you know that you can really think about that and have that in your mind when you're talking to them or you can think about the things that they have done to help you or being great around you or that inspire you or whatever. And that's pulling the, the draw with a soft handle on that person. It's super hard to do and it's super hard to be consistent with, but God, it makes your life easier. And Lucas and I have that. For example, you would have seen, if you watch closely the episode, we do not hug. We are not huggers <laughs> at all. And they kept saying, and now you hug. And we're like, really? Do we have to hug? Can't we just fist bump? And there's a few fist bumps and we've got a little, um, we're very proud of it. We've got a like dorky uh, handshake that we do, the two of us. And and it was like, and they were like, now hug. And we're like, and now we're going to do our, <laughs> we're gonna do our little handshake because it's so much better. Oh my God, I love that. Oh man, it's so funny because you you think from the outside, oh look at that, so huggy and touchy and feely. Hell no, <laughs> my child is thirteen. He doesn't want to hug his mum <laughs> on TV. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was just going to say earlier when you were talking about your different roles in the business, something that came to my mind was, you know, Lucas is on social media, he's on customer service, and I have been blessed to be on the receiving end of both emails and social media talking to Lucas and his vibe and tone of voice, which is all over the website, all over, his, like his, everything really does feel like Lucas. It's a really strong yeah. touch point, no matter where you're kind of coming at this brand, whether it's the business website, whether it's an email, whether it's social media, you really feel his spirit come through. And when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, like it's not like some marketing tactic here. Like this is just the real spirit shining through, which I really appreciate and love. Actually on marketing. So this was a, a really early point that we came to. Um, with marketing, right, you want to create a pain point. That's what you get taught in uni. That's what you get taught in, you know, any of your commerce um, or, or 
business courses that you do. Lucas really hates that. He hates that. And he says, no, mum, I want it to be positive. I want it, I don't want to talk about bullying. I don't want to talk about um, things being bad. I want to, I want to talk about things being good. My generation um, likes that. We, we want to go towards stuff that makes us feel good. We know what's broken. We want to fix it. And it, it's really, it's actually quite hard to keep on that um, channel and not go towards the easy wins, which is like, you know, here feels some pain, here feels some um, visceral, you know, attack. Instead of creating that vibe, Lucas really wants people to feel included and joyful. He said, when people come to Glossy Boys, I want it to feel like a 50s diner. That was like, he's 12 years old, right? He's telling me this stuff. And I'm going, okay, what does that feel like to you? And he's like, well, it's got to be bright colors and you got to feel welcome. And the language has got to like, you've got to feel like you're in a, in a, in a kind of tribe. And oh. it's just like, really kid? Like you couldn't pass your spelling test, but you could tell me this. Like, wow. this is so That's cool. Amazing. Yeah. Right from the it's beginning. So heartwarming. It's so lovely. And whenever I want to go the other way, um, he will pull me back and he'll say, no, no, no. Remember the beginning, we, we want this to be positive. Um, so, you know, I get schooled on that quite regularly, which is, you know, it's something good I saw kind of in the same vein that I saw on social media that Lucas had posted about on Instagram was kind of this, I think the post he was responding to some hater comment or, or something like that. And I imagine that as a parent, of course, you're still worried about the effects of social media and the negative sides of social media when it comes to people who are, you know, inherently trolls and things like that. How do you manage that? And how do you make sure that he is protected and safe? And, you know, how do you manage the shit side of social media? The shit side of social media, isn't that a large topic? That's a really, really hard one. And so in the beginning, I spent about, gosh, anywhere between six to eight hours, like literally just sat and, and, and didn't finish it until I'd finished and took out every kind of derogatory word. I, I blocked absolutely everything from our website, from um, comments in social media, from any of our accounts. So our accounts are locked down. So that was the first thing. The other thing that um, like you're not going to be able to control other people. You just can't. The two big ways that I try and put some, I call it scaffolding. You're not going to um, create a wall, but you are going to create a building structure that he can climb on to get out of the shit, if you will. And for him, um, he has an amazing relationship with Abby uh, Jane from uh, Rainbow Shoelace Project, who is a queer advocate in Broken Hill of all places and they um, will let off steam about the mums and they will let off steam about the social media hate together in the most adorable way. So him having networks and other people that are sort of like him, if you will, is a one way that I create scaffolding around him to support him when things like this happen. Um, the other thing is like, for example, I'll give you a real example behind the curtain. We got a call from Channel 10. We were really excited. 
and, you know, it's Jamie from Channel 10, uh, this happened and we were expecting, you know, something really great, like, a, I don't know, a new article or something. Uh, and it turned out we're getting your post has gone viral. Uh, it is the most until um, Contour Cube. Um, it is the most, uh, you know, watched of the Shark Tank and the most, um, you know, with the most engagement. And some of the comments are really hard. Turns out Jamie is a 50-year-old man who happens to also identify as gay. And he was very, very determined to create an environment that Lucas was protected. If you start asking who the person is behind the PR, who the person is behind the accounts department, then you'll build a relationship with that person and they will care more. And that is the best thing you can do to protect anyone, create people around them that care. And that can be anywhere. Mm, gosh, that's full on. That's really full it on. It is. He's so brave though, man. Like, I mean, him and... Abby, it was funny. I was listening to uh, Christian Hull, who um, shouted us out in the first place. Um, Abby and I, uh, Abby and Lucas, at the same time. Um, so they went on this journey together. He said to Abby, "I kind of send you and Lucas. We send as adults. We send you out into the political sphere and go, go do that. You know, work it out for us." I'm like, "Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but they do an ex- exceptional job of it." So, you know, good family discussions. We don't, uh, we have dinner at the table every night and um, everybody has to be excused, which means they have to sit there and talk, um, which means a lot of things come out in your day um, and it's a good sort of touch point, especially when you've got a mad schedule. um, That one piece of quiet is important. Uh, It's not quiet, you know what I mean. (laughs) Yes, that's a nice ritual to have. Exactly. I want to lead into Shark Tank, but to lead into Shark Tank, I want to understand sort of the money piece to this business. How much money did you need to invest to kind of get started? You know, you have this amazing, innovative packaging. You have a lot of different SKUs. You've got um, the packaging, not just the vessel that holds the gel, but the, the boxes and the stickers and everything to go with it. So and the website, obviously. So I want to understand the money piece and then I want to like merge into getting to Shark Tank. Okay. So we really bootstrapped and we started on very, very, very little. We were lucky enough that my husband is a photographer, amateur photographer. So he had a fair amount of equipment, thank God. Um, and he knew how to light things and take product shots at the beginning. In fact, everything you see on the website is his work. And really we started with about four grand and um, that was like leftover little tiny bit that I was going to take us on a holiday, but we didn't, um, uh, of a bonus that I'd earned and um, we put it towards the business and that was the beginning. That was the first pieces of um, trial stock, which of course was wrong, and the first pieces of packaging uh, you know, $600 on the website. That's all we've ever spent on it, uh, which probably shows we're, we're getting there. I don't agree. I love it. I think that's amazing. <laughs> Good work. Oh, there's so much to, to be done. But um, yeah, so about four grand. And then um, when we went viral, that when that happens, y- you have to have the money beforehand to be able to fulfill the stock because you can't Um, you don't have enough time to get your manufacturers in place and everything 
streamlined to get it to the customer quick enough. So I actually called my mom and said, mom, I need help. Um, so she put in five grand. So we had nine grand total. Um, and that fulfilled um, the next run of stock. Um, plus we had some pre-orders because we had to go into pre-order really fast. Was this um, the LinkedIn viral we... post? Is that what you're mentioning? No, sorry. Um, so we actually got launched, total piece out of the story. We got launched by Christian Hull, um, did a TikTok, an Instagram, a Google review and a Facebook post. They were all different. So impressed. Oh my gosh. And Christian Hull, just for anyone listening, he's an Australian comedian. He's well-known in Australia. LGBT comedian, um, Australian comedian, probably the hardest working person in in e-commerce, I reckon. He's got his own e-commerce brand and he purchased our polish just out of the blue. And we saw it and we sent a little video. Lucas was like, oh my God, Christian Hull has ordered. I said, oh, okay, let's do a video. So we did a little video saying, thank you. You know, really cool that you did that. And then um, my dad got really sick. This was right in the middle of COVID. Dad got really sick with COVID. We had just come back from um, down south, which was about four hours away. We were all really tired. We're sitting on the couch, Lucas and I, and my sister was over because my dad was sick. And all of a sudden our phones went mental. Ba-ding, the ba-ding, Shopify ba-ding. ding. I'm like, <laughs> the best oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> the best sound. And we were like, what, what, what's happened? And then we saw that it was a Google review. And we're like, oh, it's the Google review. That seems to be a lot for the Google review. Then we saw an Instagram post. Then we saw the Facebook. Then we saw YouTube. And it was just all of these amazing things. The next day, and this is a really important thing, when you go viral, make sure that you pump those tires. You've got a story to sell right now. Now it's fresh. You want to get out there. So I mentioned earlier that Lucas um, went viral on LinkedIn and that Channel 7 picked him up. They did a whole spiel and they never aired it. We got a call from Channel 9 and said, hey, we've just seen this business has gone crazy. How did they see that? Because we put it on LinkedIn. And we've just seen that your business has gone crazy and a bit viral because of Christian Hull. And we're like, yes, we told you that uh, in the LinkedIn post. You know, can we come down and film in half an hour? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, wow. what do my toilets look like? How, how, how neat is our, <laughs> you know, packing area? Not very. So we're like, okay, sure. Uh, everyone clean their teeth. Um, and <laughs> Mum mode kicks in at the same time. <laughs> total, total. Like, you know, I'm vacuuming, cleaning my teeth and telling Lucas to, you know, put a Glossy Boys t-shirt on at the same time. And, um, and then, of course, I said, hey, Channel 7, Channel 9 are airing us. Do you want to put that piece on? And then anyone else that I knew in the industry, I picked up the phone and called ABC, anyone I had that I had any connection to at all, anyone who'd liked the LinkedIn piece, anyone at all in media, I shot it out to them. So that night we had, so it was the night after Christian had shouted us out, we went gangbusters because we were on two different separate network channels. It was so funny because on one channel he was 12 years old and the other channel he was 13. (laughs) And you look quite different between 12 and 13. (laughs) Um, But who cares, right? Uh, And that was, you know, the real beginning. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. And so off the back of that, like, you know, what is the size of the business at that point? Like, are we doing, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in revenue? Are we doing thousands of dollars in revenue? And how do you keep the momentum going after that? Oh, that is a big one. That is a great question. So 
out of that viral spin and keeping, we're very consistent with social media. We post at 7am and 3pm every single day. So twice a day on Instagram and Facebook, and we do at least one or two TikToks a week. So we're really consistent and that is really important. And so after the virality, we were sitting at about 50,000 in revenue bearing in mind that we'd done about $1,500 before that. Um, we'd um, been open in June and in August we went viral. So by September, October, we were sitting about 50000 So by the time um, Shark Tank aired, we'd gotten past seventy-five, but we we'd sort of stuck on one figure because we had all of the accounting and you know, all the records to back it up. So we, we said 67,000, but we'd already shot past that. How do we keep it going? That's an excellent question. And it's a constant question. So we have an entire plan of marketing and we also do a lot of seat of the pants marketing. So what that means is, right, this just happened. So we're going to get on the phone. This just happened. So we're going to talk about it this way. Anything that that's sort of happening in Lucas's life that others might want to be part of. Lucas is like really tolerant. He'll literally um, film something when he's super tired, in his pyjamas, hair unbrushed, and he'll tell you what's happening. And it's um, personal and great. That is how we kept the momentum going. Of course, we did, you know, things with local skate shops and skate parks and, you know, lots of things that our market loves. We also managed to get in the uh, Guardian good gift list of 2022. Did we know about it? Not at all. (laughs) Um, We just found out about it when we were at a Wildcats game, which is basketball here. Uh, And Lucas got on the phone. It's really dark. And he's like, so we're on the good gift list. This was just before Christmas. (laughs) Um, And that that pumped the tires again. And we kept in contact with a lot of um, influencers, Influencer marketing as a whole, anyone good at that, please tell me because I need all the secrets and all the knowledge because we're not that great at it. But we did have influencers that came to the fore and worked with us, which was so great. And they were incredibly generous. Christian Hull is a good example of it. Um, There's famous skaters like um, Christopher Hyatt, who's uh, Lucas's favourite skater. And we've had amazing... um, of a trans musician called Tate Logan in the US that shouted us out. Um, we sold out of uh, a sticker range that we hadn't sold that many of that just went nuts all of a sudden because he was like, and how cool are these stickers? And we're like, crap, we've only got 30 of those. <laughs> how do we get some more? I feel like G Flip would be such a great ambassador for Glossy oh, Boys. G Flip, um, you know, Peachy, PRC, um, there's Harry Garside is like the holy grail for us. Um, he is definitely a big one. Keegan Palmer, who won um, one of our nail polishes, Keegan Yellow is actually named after him. He is the first Olympic skater Australian that ever won the gold. Um, and that was actually that day Lucas got to stay home from school and we came up with the name Glossy Boys on that day after that. And then we named our first colour, which was Keegan oh Yellow. Oh, my God, I love so, that. Bit of a story. Yeah. So when does Shark Tank enter the chat? How does Shark Tank come about? Are they pitching you? Are you pitching them? What's the, how does it happen? 
it's so grassroots. So um, we didn't even consider, we didn't even know it was coming. We had um, two environments where um, customers shout us out and um, we said, okay, we should do that. So one of them was there was a pride round at Perth Wildcats where a stadium was full of, I think it was about 25,000 people. And Lucas, uh, you know, was part of that pride round just because we gave him a call and said, hey, our customers have shouted us out, said that you've got a pride round, we're big fans. So he ended up giving the game ball on TV on ESPN because of that. Shark Tank was very, I know, right? Just so crazy. Um, Shark Tank was very similar in the sense that um, people tagged us in their posts. I am a like-minded bitches drinking wine fan. Oh, amazing. You should come up for BitchCon. (laughs) I'm speaking at the conference in October. You should come. Yeah, you are. I would love to. Um, Actually, I really do have to do that because, yeah, again, stepping forward, one has to step forward. Um, So, yeah, I'm a long time I don't know, LMB, I can't L-M-B-D-W, which for anyone listening, we've had Jane on the show. Jane's the founder of Shopo and she was also one of the judges on Shark Tank this year. She certainly was. Yeah, so we were tagged um, by several uh, fantastic customers and Lucas was like, I love Shark Tank. I'm like, who are you? I didn't know this about you. Okay. And he said, yeah, yeah, I've watched like heaps of episodes. Um I really want to do this, mum. And I was like, okay, let's see what we have to do to do that. So we opened the form. It was a Sunday morning and we sat there until like two o'clock in the afternoon when we'd written out an entire form. It was quite a lot to audition. That first form was huge. And then we started planning out what the next steps were going to be. As part of that, we literally didn't stand up again until two o'clock. So there are about six gates to get through to go on Shark Tank. It's it's quite a lot. They definitely uh, didn't come for us. We we came for them. Um, and Lucas had this great thing. He was like, sharks, I'm coming to paint your fins. <laughs> it was so cute. cute. I love that. <laughs> so um, we put in the application. Then we went on social media and we stalked all of the um, – Anything we could find out about Shark Tank, it took a little while until we could find out who was on Shark Tank. As soon as we found that out, we started researching um, them on all of their platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, uh, YouTube. Uh, We started following David Fogarty's uh, YouTube videos and implementing some of his strategies. And um, we went through a huge process to get on to Shark Tank when we were, we got the email, like you just get this email out of nowhere. Congratulations. Here are the next steps. Sign all these things. We were just like, what? <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden we were going to Sydney and we, we were flown to Sydney. And when we got picked up the next morning, it was in a black Mercedes. And this is where the bum comes in a little bit because I was like, son, the first business trip I ever did, I was 20. 27, 28, I think. And it certainly wasn't getting picked up by a black Mercedes <laughs> and flown to Sydney and staying in Surrey Hills. So don't get used to this. All right. <laughs> um, anyway, he was, uh, he was like, mum, I just want to make sure that the pitch is right. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. So um, we, you know, get picked up, we get taken to the studio. Uh, it was 
um, had a fantastic wardrobe guy that just loved what Lucas was wearing. He was wearing a pink velvet jacket. If you haven't seen the episode, highly recommend just for the fashion alone. And pink pony hair, um, faux pony hair, um, Nikes to match hot pink. <laughs> and of course, hot pink and black nail polish. Love it. Which just went Love fantastically. It. My vibe. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I had the pride colors on because we have a pride pack. Um, which has all of the seven colours of pride, the Pride um, flag, which we also donate um, quietly to uh, the Rainbow Shoelace Project, which is a huge part of our brand is um, and our business and our purpose is to give voices to um, not-for-profits that are trying to make things better for young people. So that's um, Lucas is a Polish Man ambassador and um, also the LGBT um, community we like to give back to very much. Anyway, Shark Tank. So everything you see on TV, it's worse. <laughs> it's scarier. It's bigger. It's harder. Like it just is. Um, they play that music and you have to stand on the, the little bit of carpet that they give you um, and you've got to listen to the music and it makes your heart rate go up and oh up and God. up, especially if you've like watched it, watched it. Uh, and like the sharks are staring at you, you're sharing, staring at them going, they don't hate you, they don't hate you. Um, and, you know, and then you've got to press go. Literally up to when pressing the elevator button, not an elevator, but it feels like one. Um, you definitely feel like your stomach's dropping yeah. at least. Um, Lucas was saying, it's fine, mum. It's our story. It's easy. Oh, he was like calming me oh down. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> I know, right? And you would have noticed who started pitching. It was absolutely Lucas. And then he had to, he forgot to introduce me like four times. They had to ask him who I was. <laughs> that's why they're like, does she have a name? Oh, that's right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Before you went on the show, had you like discussed kind of this is what we're willing to sell, like in terms of, you know, equity in the business? What were you wanting out of the show? Yeah, we, we put a lot of effort into that. So Lucas and I spent um, about a week in a public library. We kept getting kicked out of the room. I don't know why, but we had this whole whiteboard where we were um, learning what capitalization rates were. We were learning what funding and raising was and we just had like whiteboards we had four whiteboards going at one time and notebooks and sticky notes working out what we would do and we were trying to work out whether we would do um there's two ways you can um negotiate there's a lot of ways but two big ways is you can do foot in the door and in our case it was five percent for 25 grand which gave us a valuation of five hundred thousand to get nerdy with the numbers for a minute, it's, it's a pretty simple, the way that they look at valuation is pretty simple. There are a lot of different ways to work out valuation, but that generally, if you're a tech startup, um, whatever you've revenue you've um, derived, you 10X that. And that's what gives you your, um, you know, you should have that number in your head as a founder. When you're a product-based business, it's about half. So, we were sitting between 50 and 60 grand that 500,000 seemed to be a reasonable valuation. Um, so that's why we went in with that. So you could do foot in the door or you could do door in the face. And we could have said, we want 500,000, but we decided small amount and see if we can inch in. We, 
really were gunning for um, Jane Liu and Davy Fogarty um, because they are e-commerce experts. They have taken a product that is available on the market and um, made it their own. And that's something that we really wanted to, you know, move into from a business perspective. One of the biggest issues with um, our business is managing manufacturing, managing logistics, managing cash flow um, that, of course, run into manufacturing and logistics. So we couldn't do that um, at this point where we're just about to leap off the cliff and go really big without putting all of those structures in place. And they have all those structures. So... I feel like you got offers from all the sharks. What did you end up settling for in the show? And then what happened after the show? So here's where I'm going to admit a little bit of naivety. I didn't realise that you have priced rounds, which I now understand because I overheard somebody talking about them. So apparently it's really bizarre for you to have um, what they call a live round at different prices. So I just negotiated the way that I negotiate. And I went, Jane, Davey, love your offer. Luke, you know, Lucas and I, Lucas is like, and, and. and I'm like, that's right. Glossy Boys is all about and, not all. So we really said, why should we just take one or two sharks when we could have three? So and. And I'm like, okay, all right, and. But, you know, Katrina, she's got, she's got the social vision, which I love, but she just doesn't have the business. What are we going to do? So... I came back to Katrina at a lower offer, which was uh, when um, Robert took his glasses off and said, you're a shark, (laughs) which is going on my gravestone, ladies and gentlemen, because yes, I am. Uh, They always (laughs) underestimate the mum. So, you know, we came in at different price rounds, which just blew everyone's minds. The fact that we were going to Um, accept an offer from um, Jane and Davey, thank you very much, for 7.5% each um, at 50 grand combined and um, then 5% at 25,000. So that's 75,000 total. That, you know, obviously changed the valuation of our business um, quite a lot lower. But ultimately, if on the plane on the way home, I was drawing up the, um, and I had to teach Lucas what a um, organizational chart was. <laughs> and I said, look, this is our board. Uh, I probably should explain what a board is. So, you know, um, I said, look, now from this tiny little company, we suddenly have this power behind us. Now, what ha- happened after Shark Tank? We have a WhatsApp group. Love that. <laughs> we have a WhatsApp group. It's called Glossy Shark. It's quite great. <laughs> Katrina came up with the name. I was really impressed with that. Uh, it has emojis in the title. Um, so we have been going back and forth with the, um, with Jane, Davey and Katrina for um, since the show aired, uh, sorry, before the show um, aired, since it filmed. And we have, we're on the fourth round of negotiation for the legal document for an investment. The investment uh, didn't change. A small amount of it was tried. They tried to change and I pushed back. So it's now negotiation, negotiation. So sleeves up. Sleeves up. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How exciting. I can't wait to like have you back on the show for a part two when this is like, you know, Ooh. six months down the track, six months after receiving the money and working together and like going through the next phase of the journey. It's so great. Like so many times um, as a founder, you you go, 
is it time to give up (laughs) yet? (laughs) Do you think we should give up? And then something like this happens and you go, oh, I think this has a pretty good future. Oh my God. I feel like everyone listening with a business will will be nodding their heads. Story of my life for sure. Also, I think I heard something recently that really resonated with me. And for anyone that needs to hear this, if you feel that you are not enough, that you're not fast enough, that you're not good enough, that you're not getting it quick enough, that's what a good founder is. That's a good entrepreneur. That's a good business mind because you aren't enough. Your drive is to get where you need to get. Um, Of course, you personally are enough, but this drive to feel like you aren't fast enough, aren't good enough, aren't getting it quick enough is what pushes you forward. So if you need to hear that, it is okay. And if you're angry or if you're, you know, get emotional on things, use it. Don't beat yourself up about being angry. Don't beat yourself up about being emotional or any, however it comes out, just take that and use it. So, okay, I'm fired up. What am I going to do? I'm now going to create this uh, amazing creative piece because I've got all this energy now. I need to put it into something, you know. And that's something that I've learned over this last couple of years because it's been quite a journey. Um, And I beat myself up really bad about um, being angry and, and being tired and being frustrated. And at the end of the day, we're all those things. If you can use it, you're going to be in a much better, same thing, it's the handle and the drawer. Which one are you going to choose? Um, I know I'm angry, so I'm going to pull the, the drawer out that says, okay, I'm going to put that into some, you know, going for a run or doing a piece of creative um, or finishing my accounts. <laughs> Whatever <Whoa>. you need to do. <laughs> yeah, no right. Absolutely. <laughs> that was our first hire. <laughs> our first hire was definitely, you know, accounting, bookkeeping, you know, outsourcing. Needed. Needed. <laughs> What advice do you have for any parents who are listening who want to encourage and champion and foster the spirit in their kids? Entrepreneurial spirit, rather. (laughs) Entrepreneurial spirit, uh, creative spirit, like they're all the same thing. I would definitely encourage you to look and listen to your child. That's a big one. And sometimes we can be really distracted with life and miss that opportunity. So when your child starts talking about something animated, give yourself a time to go, tell me about that. Why do you think that? And you'll find the gold that comes to get spun out of that. that, That's literally what happened to us. And here we are today. So listen to your children. The other thing is that there is some amazing courses and Uh, advocates for entrepreneurship these days. The other day, we were lucky enough, Lucas and I, to go to a breakfast for a new degree, which is uh, innovation and entrepreneurship. And it is um, everything that we do in a day put into a degree. I didn't even think Lucas was going to go anywhere near university, but with a degree like that, he probably could and would want to. So there are lots of resources out there. If you don't know where they are, follow Glossy Boys because we'll talk about them um, and Lucas will share them or, you know, Google it because there is loads and you are not alone. There is a whole network and women are amazing. They really are. The like-minded bitches drinking wine, the female um, startup podcast, all of these Facebook groups are like the most amazing 
incubators for the information that you're looking for. They're all there. Ask. That's amazing. Thank you. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. (laughs) 